Alexa, stop playing music. Good morning, Fort Myers, Florida, where the blue hairs roam free and laws don't matter. Yee-hoo! Very Floridian saying. Obviously, our guest today is from Fort Myers, Florida. Lovely young lady, powerful being, as we all are. Phenomenal conversation, dive into some addiction and alcoholism, some training and life in general. Tune in, and I hope you enjoy. Thanks for stopping by. But, yeah, so, uh, I'm sorry, I just keep making sure I had the thing downloaded. Yeah, I um, started a podcast at 7 a.m., and, and neither one of us thought it was going to go three hours long. So uh, I was actually the one with Shallow, and um, it just fucking went off. And, we just, <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting there. Hole? Yeah, because I saw I was like, oh, seven to ten. We're not gonna, he's, I'm like, he doesn't even have three hours, you know? And then we both looked at our phone, and I was like, holy shit. That's why I was like, oh, I'll be in like 15 minutes. I didn't even realize what time it was. <laughs> Both of us like fuck. I got a haircut in forty five minutes. We just went in. But nice. How about you? How's your uh, morning been so far? Yeah, relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, I slept in a little bit. I stayed up a little late. Oh, so. That's good. What's that? What's that like for you? Just to, to stay up late and wake up sleeping. Why? You notice that? Why do we do that? Why do we say I stayed up late but I slept in? Why don't you say I slept late? Why is the why is slept in? One affects the other. Yeah. Why is sleeping in a term? What does that even mean? Because I yeah. hear it. They say it in Home Alone. We slept <laughs> in, honey, we slept in. But I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Makes you feel lazy. You're like, you got shit to do today. You yeah. get your but like, what's, that, what, what's that like for you? What are those hours? Like, when do you try to go to sleep and when do you try to wake up? Uh, on the daily, I try to be in bed by like nine, done by 10. And lately, I've been trying to get up earlier just to get more work done. Um, so 4.30 getting up but like, it was like yeah wow. today was more like 5 6 30. damn that's awesome see that's what's cool about when you normally wake up early is that sleeping in is like still early as fuck for yeah. <laughs> like now that i'm i'm not working the day job because my finger like yeah i set i set an alarm for five but i usually get up at like six ish <laughs> the alarm goes off at five and i just hit the the shut up button on it. Nah, yeah, I don't. I don't do the whole Mel Robbins five second countdown thing. <laughs> I like. I let it do its ten minutes, and then it hit it. It's more like fifty minutes. Then I get out of bed. <laughs> but that's because I can right now. Yeah. But that's the beautiful part about waking up early is sleeping and really isn't. And then you get your whole day. You know. Exactly. Like when I was younger, sleeping was. I love sleeping now, but that's why I go to sleep a little earlier. But like, you want to sleep so late. Now, like, no, I want to get after the day. Exactly. I got shit to uh-huh. do. If yeah. I sleep past like nine, like I'm sick. Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then if you sleep like that, you almost feel like I'm not doing anything the rest of the day. I wasted it. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> start now. I used to be even earlier, like back when I was like nine to five graphic design, like I would get up at 3 a.m., be at the gym by four, done with that by 530, home by six and then get ready. So it would be funny, like driving home from the gym and it's still pitch black and like people are just now waking up. But it like gives you this mentality of like a fucking like I'm after it. Like I'm already ahead of all you guys. Like 
it really is such an edge of a feeling. And know what's so crazy too is I remember like growing up when I was sleeping and all this stuff, being tired. My pops would be like, dude, you wake up early, you just have more energy. And I'm like, bullshit, doesn't make sense. And it does. Like it really does. Like you find that you have more energy throughout your day when you wake up earlier. Now, unless you're like you're you like run a nightclub and you're not getting to sleep too. You know, what I mean that's that's different. Your whole thing's changed. Yeah. You know, but yeah, waking up early is definitely a uh a fucking power move for sure. Yeah, you just you just mentioned your um what was that? What did you do before the gym? Oh, before the gym I did graphic design. That's what it was, graphic design. Yeah, so yeah, could yeah. you uh talk a little about a little bit about graphic design, please? Because I'm not I have ideas obviously, but I don't really know shit about it. <laughs> you don't know shit about it? Not a I again I have ideas. I can see it. I can exactly that's that's yeah. what I was gonna say is like I'm sure I know more about it than I think, but I if you said right now what's graphic design, I'd give you like a designing graphics. Like that would be the <laughs> response that I'd give, which is pretty stupid. So if we could yeah. explain. Yeah. So it's just, it's visual communication. So that kind of encompasses so many things. So it could be uh, the typography. It could be print. Uh, like someone did your t-shirt there. That's screen printing design. Um, there's digital design. You see that all the time. Marketing, social media, book design, uh, editorial design. I mean, Graphic design is like this general like umbrella term and mm. there's a bunch of different shoot offs of that like you can kind of like being more specific and finding your niche into like I only do print design I do larger format print um, or it could be like adding more like photography you do magazine ads or you do you know, um, could be branding could be like that's more conceptual so you're coming up with a logo, um, not just a logo, but like a whole look and vibe, a feel for the company. Um, and then that'll has to carry over into everything that you do, whether it's on your website. Um, yeah. Any business cards. I mean, there's all of it has to like match up. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so it could be so many different things, but for me, like I started off, uh, in a print shop. And so it was a lot of like business cards, postcards um, could be, we did the biggest one we did was like uh, Franklin Templeton shootout was like a golf thing around here, which is a really big deal with the Greg Norman. Um, I don't know shit about golf, but that was a really big deal, like a high paying client. <clears throat> and that was like, you know, the name, the lanyards, the name badges, the parking passes, it's literally giant billboards, the pamphlets that you pick up, like, it, it's everything so you still do that uh i mean for myself now with my business but that's what i was gonna get to yeah yeah so, like you still have been to do that for like t-shirts um um what are they called business cards like if i needed t-shirts and business cards that stuff you could still do yeah i mean i don't I don't pay for the software now. Uh, so Adobe Creative Cloud, like anyone can buy it or you can rent it now. Uh, they have Creative Cloud you can download from the internet, but um, it's it's like Canva on steroids. <laughs> Basically is a nice way to put it. Um, do you still do I, it though? Like, do you do your own? Like, do you make your own company's uh, shirts and all that? I do the digital design kind of stuff, like just little like my website, I do um, Canva stuff that I do, like little quotes and things like that. Um, but I'm actually working with another designer friend who he's more of like an illustrator. Mm. 
so he's he's wicked good with custom illustrations like has the ipad and like literally draws it out here's a proof you want it he does the screen printing takes care of all of it so i'm i'm working with him to do that because it's that's his specialty like i tried to do that it's gonna look like shit (laughs) it's gonna take me way too long it's not gonna be what i want so just hand it off that's awesome that's the thing too with like when you know what's possible with graphic design like you can't decide you're like and when it's your baby and you're like man this isn't just right i want it to be just perfect and like you start overthinking it i'm like you know what let me just talk to another designer get an outside perspective here's the general concept idea that i want here's the colors they they're good at doing their job like if they're a really good designer they'll figure it out well it makes tons of sense i was even yeah because i'm so horrible i had like here's the idea canva like that alone <clears throat> excuse me for me to navigate canva is like canva is like the like the way it must have been for the first person to use a map like, <laughs> like canva what the fuck and then i talked to my business partner and he can make everything that xsf content is not just me talking is all him yeah anything everything i'm like the let me jump through the window and we'll figure it out later he'll like open the door you know what i mean like that's how his style is i just and he's also into that stuff that's the uh, the digital world like to be into the digital world obviously nowadays is such a fucking superpower yeah. like to be interested in it to not hate it and to really like understand it more is because not being there is annoying <laughs> i could speak for myself because like trying to learn something on it i love books like i love the that you yeah. know what I mean? like, even reading an article on on the only thing i honestly really enjoy this thing I'm looking at right now, not you, the uh, screen, the MacBook is being yeah. able to do this is be able to look yeah. at you and have conversations with you and other people and then watch YouTube videos and shit. I can't stand reading things off of it. No. I always try to go for books for that. But then again, it's so like, and then I think about how right. I also, yeah. And I also think about how I love the lifestyle to like, just bounce whenever I want yet. I love books. So <laughs> this is where my mind goes. Is I'm like, asshole, how the <laughs> fuck are you going to carry all these books around? <laughs> Oh my God. When I moved into this place, that's literally all I had. I was like, I don't give a shit about anything. But I was like, this is why people have Kindles. This is why. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I wish I was more, well, not wish, you know, you could just do it, but like, I I need to be more into reading because then I just have the MacBook. That's it. Every book, every piece of article, it's all right there. Boom. Nice and neat. Take it out. How you doing? Instead, it's like, oh, got this bookshelf that I bought for $400 custom made that I got to carry with me everywhere I go. Like, it's going to be me, a skateboard and a bookshelf. Yippee skippy. You know what I mean? Like the convenience of technology is the thing. The convenience yeah. is very good to play with, you know. But for me, like out of sight, out of mind. So I, I'll, I will have articles and PDFs and stuff. Like in my Dropbox, it's insane. And like I'll look at it that day, or maybe like a day after. But then it just like and then you don't doesn't exist it. to me anymore. So like happens. if it's a book, I look at it. I'm like, oh yeah, pick mm. it up, look, read it. Yeah, so. that's the thing. Don't don't we all do that? Like I have thousands and thousands of pictures because I always pay for like the more terabyte gig of whatever. It's all bullshit to me. Like. <laughs> why do we have to pay to store things in a place that doesn't have any storage? You know what I mean? Like, where are you storing this? If it's not a physical place that I got to pay real estate money for, what am I paying for? Can't stand it, but I get it because it's services. But like we have, you'll take pictures. I'm going to save that on Instagram because I might look at it later. You know, like (laughs) if you did look at it, very beneficial, but how many of us do that? How many of us actually save photos and then run through them? 
all the time and like whatever like it's like the iphone just an extension of our the, the memory we don't have that we maybe wish we had that we don't use anyway it's so you know? true I'd, like, i take pictures of shit i'm like i'll need to remember this and then you never look back like if you if we utilized it like that like i, I see this article i just don't have the time and attention right now i'm going to mark it and then later on at 6 p.m tonight i'm going to review it um if we used it like that but how many of us actually do you know i just did that the other night i was just and mostly just trying to like clear storage and then i come across i'm like oh yeah and then i'll look into it yeah and then so, i'll share it with somebody i'm like that's then, i forgot about that yeah and then that's the good part of it you know but you go through so many of these pictures and then you find yourself not want to let go of it like just to delete the picture like why <laughs> why that specific moment and it's not anything crazy it's just weird yeah. what we do. when you actually think about it like it's so weird that we do that shit not weird, yeah. but it's just, uh, it's something. It's like the restless universe. It's pretty weird. So it's like, we have it all right there. And then back in the day, do you think people are like, damn, you know, I really wish I could remember more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you think in like the 1820s, people are like, shit, I wish I had a better memory. Maybe. But I now think we they do. had a better memory because they had to have a better memory. Yeah. I thought about this just the other day because... I don't know, my mind spaces out. It's like we have so much access to all this technology and knowledge and information that we almost like take it for granted or we're like overwhelmed with so much that we don't actually retain any of it. It's just like shiny object syndrome and then it's gone. Like we haven't, like that's why there's not like many specialists in anything because this isn't their world. They're distracted by 20 other things. You know what I mean? I was just thinking about that with even in our space, in, in social media really. Because the thing about it is, like, when I have conversations about this, I don't want to sound like I'm just demon. I'm not that person where I just demonize Instagram. Honestly, what COVID did for me, gifted to me, was the opportunity to meet people like you and all over the world because of technology. So I don't hate on it like I used to. But we have to have these conversations because it's what we are around. You know what I mean? So it's like we have to understand these things sway us, the social media, that, like, a lot of people can claim themselves to be entrepreneurs because of their heading or fitness professionals or whatever the coaches, whatever the fuck we do. When back in the day, it'd be like, yo, you're a strength coach because you put three people in the Olympics. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is. Right. Now the bar to entry to anything is so small because we have a social media page. And I'm whoever fuck I want you to think I am. You're going to pay me and really get results or not. Or I just keep the gift, the gift of gab going. And I keep talking shit to get enough clients to keep paying for my stuff that I even get to my the end result where I don't need the clients anymore. So all my bullshit that I spewed for 10 years always paid me or whatever it is, you know what I mean? So it is lowering the barrier of entry, but then does it just come down to now it's even more up to the individual to go where they get their information, you know, like, right. does it even matter? No, I don't think so. Cause that's something I'd question. I, I, like, just, somebody was talking about our own content. Like as long as you're not putting out bullshit, you know? Yeah. That's what matters because they're going to put up, people going to put up bullshit. It's what they do, whatever their intentions are with them. They'll be shown out like, for instance, and this is what I think a lot of the attentions come from is we just have this, we all have this desire to feel a certain type of way. We want to feel like we in the know-how, especially if let's say I get my certified personal training degree. I'm working at a gym. I have a couple of clients on my belt. I think I know everything because they don't know anything. And <laughs> I'm going to fucking, I want to feel really good. This is my profession. It's what I do. So I walk up to a kid in the gym doing box squats and tell him not to do box squats because it's going to hurt his lower back. No, no, it's not like it's, it's, it's so not, you know, it's not at all. Like you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Now, if you want to say because of the force going down, all the bullshit, like, dude, it's not grandma doing a box squat. It's a 30 year old man 
doing a <laughs> box squat. He's fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> point is, the kid listened to him until I went up to him later. I was like, listen, don't listen to him. There's no use talking about doing a box squat. You're doing fine. Listen to your girlfriend. She obviously has a lot more experience in powerlifting. Seriously, yeah. she does. I've seen her in the gym. Then yeah. this fucking idiot who just has to know. You don't know, bro. Leave it as that. Stay with your client. You're tricking yeah. him. Stay there. But that's part of the having this false, because I think a difference too, especially if we're talking about the personal training world is like, you know, Steve, who's a sous chef at your local restaurant. He's not a, uh, he's not going to question you as much as maybe the CEO to Apple. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's not going to question you as much as someone who wants to put five more pounds on their personal best. Cause it's going to get them gold this year. You know what I'm saying? So it gives more people the opportunity to, spew bullshit and sound like they know what they're talking about because when you need results to be what's telling you like when results are what's going to dictate if you know what you're talking about that's just the answer you can think you know what you're talking about but if no results are coming with it you don't know what you're talking about but with this game of social media and all this it's like i can just get a title and then tell you things and you can listen because you don't know better the common person's not looking into what we look into I think that's with everything. I think it's probably easier with personal training. Um, But I mean, I blindly listen to doctors because they have expensive officials at the end of the name. Exactly. And I think social media heightens that. They actually have my best interest in mind? No, probably not. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think social media heightens it because now now if you're a mechanic, right? I had this idea the other day. Like if I'm a mechanic and I'm tricking people left and right, no Mm -hmm. one's going to know until they either one, go talk to another mechanic. And that's really it, right? or become a mechanic themselves. Social media, my reach can be so long that someone who works with me over here might not know anyone over there I can spew the same bullshit to. So they're not gonna, who are they, who's gonna, who are they gonna tell? You yeah. know, like in person, it's like if you're trying to be a ex-coach at whatever the fuck, you get no one results, they're gonna talk to each other, like not uncle this person, don't get any results. <laughs> you know, so social media, if, especially if we play that game on social media, where we only show the good things. I'm only gonna show the clients I had success with, not the ones I didn't have success with because- yeah. They don't exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's that's the tough part. But also I think it's giving people more of a reason to be more self-aware. Or you fall to the game. You know, you fall to believing everything always, and you're not gonna bring it in with within yourself to be more aware of shit. Because now you have to siphon through more bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I can see both sides, but I, it's difficult in coaching because it takes two to tango. Like I need you to actually be on board with what I'm telling you. And yeah. I need you to actually follow through on it. I need you to stop giving me excuses. I understand X, Y, Z happened. Here's how we work around that. Are you actually doing what I'm telling you to do? Or are you just saying, <laughs> you know? And then there's also, like you say, with social media, I think for gen pop following some, like if I'm on social media and I'm just spewing, here's a, blanket program follow this workout whatever if you're going from zero to 60 of course you're going to have the newbie gains you're going to see results so that gives them buy-in thinking oh they know they do know what they're talking about i got results and but it's not specific to you Mm -hmm. and eventually they'll hit a plateau and then they'll start to figure things out i think if they stick around long enough to get curious about it and actually want to know more and actually want to get better i think people most people probably get to a point where they okay, I lost the weight now, fuck it. And then go back to their old ways. You know, that's what I've seen a lot anyway. Or you take the other road and you're like, okay, I've reached that goal. Now what? Then you start doing more research. Do I get into bodybuilding? Do I get into powerlifting or strongman? You know? Yes, this is very true. Because how would you even get to that one, to the powerlifting strongman? A lot of people do start with that. They get into the fitness. 
And then they realize their goals are more specific instead of just, I want to lose this weight. But something you said that I want to touch on is like, do you have trouble when clients come to you and it's just bullshit excuses because you yourself have gone through things in life and got through things and work on yourself and work on these things that do you, because it's something I battle with is like a client I had specific, I don't have the client anymore, but something I did have was like, just couldn't it's like dude your whole life's been handed to you and i can't Mm. hand you fat loss Mm. do you find that it's difficult to sometimes navigate like how do i even relate to this person you know what i mean how do i really like if you can't even get through fucking trying to watch what you eat how Mm. are you gonna get through? like you know what i mean like how uh, because to me it's just it's simple and i'm not saying i'm over here getting crushing goals bro but like (laughs) because what i concern myself with the most my goals are of self of of being a better person, getting rid of relinquishing desires and angst and all those things, going to the God and all that shit. My goals aren't money or my goals aren't my body. It's, those are my personals. So that's what I go towards. But like, do you find it sometimes trouble to fucking relate when people like your excuses? Like, I, you know, it's one of those like, oh, you know, I just didn't feel like it today. And to me, it's like, yeah, we want to, you know, we don't want to demonize the gym and make it something you have to do. But it kind of is in the beginning, right? Like whenever we're trying a new endeavor, trying to get good at something, you have to. Like for me to get better at knowing about strength, I have to sit down and read a fucking textbook by Russians about strength and practice of strength training. Like, and I got to discipline myself down and get better if I want to get to where I want to get. Like, say at some point, you have to put the book down and actually do it, too. Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying, though, is like, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. But I'm saying like I have to discipline myself to even get to reading and learning. You know, so that's like where I have to struggle with. So do you have like struggle with dealing with people that just the excuses are like maybe they haven't dealt with some shit in life. And now this is a new task they're bringing you. Help me get fit. And you're giving them all the fucking the math. Boom. Here it is. Do this. And they're just getting in their own way when you basically have to become a therapist. How do you deal with that? So I've had a few like that. Um, And it it just kind of is what it is. Like, it's not it's not up to me to be their therapist. Like uh, to some degree, like I will sit, I will listen, like be aware, like, okay, I I will empathize to a certain degree, but at some point, like I'm going to question them in a way to make them come to their own realization, either to their own solution. Um, So let me try to think of a situation like, one had a lot of personal stuff going on um, and I made excuses like I don't have the energy, I don't have this or that. And like, well, you know, what's your normal routine look like? And, you know, why is this difficult for you? And having them talk about it, they almost arrived to their own conclusions. I'm like, okay, so what could we do differently to combat this? So maybe waking up a little earlier, going to bed a little earlier, going in before the day starts, before you get overwhelmed and stressed and worry and whatever, like this helps give you more energy, clearer state of mind. Maybe try that for a week and see how it goes, you know, and some people just, they're not ready. Like they're just not, and they'll tell you like straight up, like I really wanted to, I'm sorry. I'll come back when I straighten my shit out. And what if they don't tell you? What if they don't tell you? What do you, what do you mean? Like, what if they can't <laughs> they admit it? To, what if they can't admit it to themselves? But you know it. And now, when I ask these questions, I simply ask because I've dealt with these things myself, and I just look to get myself better. So there's mm-hmm. obviously pieces I'm missing somewhere in life. No one's perfect. Yeah. So literally, that's what I mean. Is like, and then I think, who am I to tell them they're not ready? 
that's you know but you know yeah, like you like bro <laughs> you're just not ready like you can't even get through simple tasks of drinking a liter of you know because i battle in my mind to be like i have these always these ideas like you're no different than anyone else right so when i'm telling someone it's not that hard to drink four liters of water a day and what's it is you know three liters of water a day and walk to at least 10 minutes do these things we do mm-hmm. i don't think it's that hard but what i find hard can be very easy to someone else like i find it difficult to sit down and learn technology i want to throw this fucking thing out the window you know what i mean so that's <laughs> yeah. where like i try to understand but then it plays the game in my head where i'm like oh jesus how do i either get better and help them or do i let them go because i battle with it where it's like <clears throat> i think all this shit is easy you obviously don't what do i do with this like how do i even if i make it your idea and to the point where i just turn around and i'm like dude you're not ready you know like i think giving him like baby steps like there's the end goal of like, yeah, drink three liters, maybe just have one glass of water in the morning. Start with that. True. That's Let me know how that goes. Is. See that, then this is the shit I'm trying to learn more and more and more is ways to do this. Because either way I look at it is I kind of, I'm better with it. At one point I thought I, like I failed the person, but I've tried everything. And that's just what it is. But ideas like that starting even smaller and smaller. Mike pro goals yeah like we see big picture and long term and we can see like you have potential you have all the resources you have time available to you if you just managed it better so what can i do what's at least one thing we can do this week to make an improvement whether it's with your sleep nutrition stress working out even if you can't work out this week go for walks go for a walk in the morning go for a walk on your break like hit the a step goal like where, where are you at now and how can we incrementally increase that like over time and you'll see results from that you're gonna naturally start feeling better it's it's so hard the hardest thing for me is to tell someone especially like a busy nine-to-five mom wife mm-hmm. whatever yeah. and telling them like make time for you and <laughs> they they feel the mom guilt or whatever but it's like i don't have energy it's like I know it sounds like I'm lying to you, but I promise you, if you fucking exercise, you will have more energy. You will show up better in life. You will have the energy to play with your kids. You're going to be in a better mood. You're going to be more productive at work. I'm telling you, please just try it. Just try. And they do. And that when they start to feel and see those differences, they get hooked. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. See, that's the difference. Yeah, exactly. If you, you know, if you're a... 27 year old adult who lives with two other men and your parents pay for everything and your biggest concern is getting to work in the morning (laughs) that's when it's (laughs) difficult to be like dude you just are not ready Mm. the mother of three especially when you at least i think about my mom you tell the mother of three like do something for you my mother's answer like my kids are for me okay you know (laughs) you know what i mean so it's even trying to get through to them you know but yeah different well they haven't had to be accountable for anything ever in their life so that's a huge challenge i i at one point literally turned around the homie and said listen i can't gift you weight loss that's your problem your parents you can't buy this your parents gave you your college education they gave you your job they gave you your house they gave you your food they gave you the airbnb that you now rent out in virginia they gave it to you all and if you're listening to this you know who i'm talking about kid because you are the one We've been over this before, though, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, but 
it's great we talked about theory, some, but uh yeah, yeah we talked about some coaching but listen i want to i want to dig that deeper into your mind Ooh. i want to know who creates you and who you are now who creates me like like what has made you what what has got you to where you are now like out of everything you've been through in life which i don't know hopefully we get to some of those things if you're open to talking about it <laughs> how do you get to the point where you're like you know what I'm going to do these things, which is coaching. Seems like it's uh, empowering women often too, right? Like that's the, yeah, we're going to be the one to, to show the women like, yo, because, you know, in the world we live in, it's a lot of bullshit towards women. But you're like, yo, I'm going to show the women the power that we fucking have. It's not this bullshit that most women have put. Like even like you look, the whole idea was like how we fixated around Marilyn Monroe and shit. It's like, it was still like, she was beautiful, all that, but like, in the eyes of the man who's in charge. You know what I mean? It's not the Joan of Arc woman who's like the gangster of the, the picture, the Griselda Blancos. So it's like in the society we live about that, it's like, how do you become the one who, what makes you to be like, I'm doing this, you know what I mean? And you're doing, I think you're doing it right. Like, I love that. Like if the, the, the people I like to have on this podcast are ones that are doing some gangster shit, I think, you know, and if you ever looked at the trend so far of the women I've had on are doing some gangster fucking shit, if you ask me, strong individuals, mentally, physically, emotionally, all that. So it's like uh, I do this because I think about people I grew up with that fucking could definitely listen to podcasts like these. My cousin, who I, I, I beg her all the time by my parents to listen to the, the females I've had on because, you know, Nicki Minaj is your fucking... When Nicki Minaj is your fucking role model, dude, we got things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so all that over, like, because I, I, when I see what you're doing, I don't see it in a sense of like, I'm a woman, they're woman, I'm gonna make a ton of money. I seriously see it as like, you're looking to just empower yourself, and you, this is how you've done it, this is how you continue to do it, and this is how you're gonna help other women. I think to specifically do it, but it also shows men and not insecure men. Insecure men see what when powerful women doing powerful things, and they cry, they get weird about it. How yeah. a, a, a man who's got a shit going, like oh, see that, and just power just helps power in the good sense, empowering, I should say. So when yeah. you're empowering the way you are, that's got to make me think you do, do that for yourself. You're doing it for yourself. You've done it for yourself. So let's talk about yourself a little bit here. Get get as ego as you well, Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Like, and shout out to all the other badass women that you yeah, interviewed. The best, That's dude, seriously. Some of those stories. I love that shit. I love it. Um, yeah. So I think part of it is kind of like my own experiences and journey and, and sharing that with other people and wanting to empower other women to feel the same. Cause there's just I'm kind of tired of having the conversation. I mean, it's 2022 and we're still talking about like this feminine versus masculine and this balance. And if you lift, you get bulky and manly. And then like somehow that makes you less than or and it's just it's nonsense. It's so nonsense. And so I do find it kind of tricky with communicating that on social media without being like coming across as being you know, too promiscuous or sexual because I don't want that kind of attention. It's more of respect. Like I have self-respect, like, and this is how I do it. And, you know, I, I want other people to feel the same way. Um, I think I don't really know where it comes from. I think maybe being like sexualized growing up, like almost like 
I had the mentality like you had to look a certain way, just like a lot of women. Like I need to be skinny. I need to be tan. I need to have long blonde hair, big fake tits. I need to look this way. And it's just my warped perception of reality based off of media is what it really boils down to. But those are the girls or the people that are getting attention. So you want that attention from men too. So you naturally start doing that. But then when you actually start living into that and you start getting all this negative attention and feedback from guys and like, oh, that's not what I want. I don't want to be treated like an object. Like I actually am a human being with my own thoughts, feelings, emotions. Like I have an opinion about things and I'm, I'm more than just what I look like and like fucking respect me. So like at some point you let that kind of go. I mean, I post stuff like, like day to day I'm wearing fucking like a white t-shirt and fucking sweatpants. Like I don't, I don't put myself out there like that. That's not the kind of attention that I want, but I do feel like sometimes I need to show both sides of it. Like there is kind of this balance give and take, like I can do whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want, however the fuck I want, here it is, you know, and I want other people to feel that way too. And it's interesting when I posted that one comment about that or that one post about it and just fucking went off Yeah, so much support. And it was so cool to see. So I really respect and appreciate that from people, but I want to see more of that. Like yeah. not this whole, I don't know. It's just, it's phony. It's sometimes just phony. Like sometimes I think I'm like, if I had fake tits, I'd rule the fucking world, man. Like, oh, <laughs> I can own this shit. Like but you don't need that. Then you would just get other negative consequences. It'd probably be harder actually. But, what world would you rule? Not your world. Cause that's not what you truly want. That's what exactly. society's telling you. Exactly. It's exactly. like uh, every it's time I have money and objects and goals and things like that, like to reach a certain status to mm -hmm. look impressive or whatever. It's just, but you're not happy with yourself. Then what the fuck does it matter? The, the the number one thing lately that I've been picking up from the people that I've been talking with on here and shit is to just be yourself like society and and again when I say society I everyone if you follow my shit knows I don't fuck with society I really don't I think society's stupid the more I think about it more and more and more and more I think would be better off in civilizations not societies and the difference to me is civilizations work together better societies go by this other underlining reason these other intentions a civilization is the reason it would be civilized because they had to work together like i don't think it's civil to fuck people over out of money any more civil than it is to just rip someone's face off because you're feeling like it you know what i'm saying so it's like the more we're just ourselves mm -hmm. that's empowering to me because you're mm -hmm. you you're not trying to be the fake tit having blonde whatever and in my life the people that i've known and know that are more in that world not saying they're trying to have uh blonde hair and fake tits but they're trying to be someone not themselves mm -hmm. they're not happy at all like they might portray it but they're not happy and you can tell when you have conversation with these people is one they can't have conversation yeah and they get then once a disagreement or something like that ensues they can't handle it so they're not truly happy. They're at war with themselves somewhere because angst is arriving a lot. Upset things are arriving a lot. So they're at war within somewhere. They're not, they're not closer to peace. And I think you're more closer to peace when you're doing what you truly are in line with doing externally. Because then internally you're feeling better, which then you can maybe go towards some internal work a little more. Like if you're feeling like shit already, it's, it's rare. Like if you wake up, your body feels like shit. It's rare you're going to the gym unless like you have like you, something's dialed in. 
powerlifting competition, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So to even work with yourself internally, you got to be like, you got to be ready to do that shit. You know what I mean? And it's the more we're ourselves, <clears throat> the more powerful we, we are. And then it shows everyone else because you're being yourself. You know what I mean? And then other girls that might be conflicting with that, that are like, oh man, I really wish I was Kim Kardashian. But doesn't, <laughs> doesn't though. You know what I mean? But really doesn't. Yeah, you don't really. Her. Yeah. Yeah. She thinks so. Because then what happens when you go become Kim Kardashian? She's not. I don't think Kim Kardashian's happy straight up. Yeah. I don't know her, though. Like, all these thoughts and ideas I'm going to say, though, is off of what I've been shown. Right, so right. I don't fucking know. I'm just going to say, like, people that I've been around that have those type of ideas doesn't mean you have to have the quote-unquote fame or success that Kim Kardashian. If you're still living in that world of objects, mm-hmm. you're going to feel that way. And usually objects get thrown out. There's, like, they, they become old or whatever. If you look at yourself as that, like you said earlier about looking at yourself as objects, it's... uh it's it's the, the game you don't want to be in and it's the game a lot of us are in you know yeah and again yeah. the being self thing but it's when your values thing. and your actions are aligned then you're happy it's really that simple yeah. and that complex <laughs> but in, in order to get down to what your values are you have to sit alone with yourself and be real like so i was just gonna say because how do you get to the values you know yeah but then also like sitting with yourself brings up it can bring up fucking the demons. <laughs> yeah. so how, do we, how do you navigate those? Because if you sit with yourself and you know yourself to the point that you want to be yourself, you'd have to know the dark parts, you know? Yeah, so you how, gotta do we, go there. how do you navigate those yourself? Therapy. <laughs> um, I didn't go to therapy before. So um, how did I even start? Um it probably started actually around when COVID hit. So that would have been, so in 2019, December, 2019 is when I left my graphic design job, got into personal training at a local gym. And then by March is when the gym shut down. And there were a series of things that had happened. Uh, people that I met as a consequence of everything in my environment changing, people changing. Uh, and I met two people, they were clients of mine. And one of them, basically very much like a Bible hugging kind of person, uh, older woman, sit down with her, have a consult with her. And um, we go through this, you know, whole Q&A thing. And eventually I get to the question, you know, um, if, you know, what is one thing like I can help you with that you're struggling with? And she answered, you know, I just lost a friend. It was really close to me and I'd really like to um, stay away from drinking right now during this time. And my brain was like, Ding! I'm like, I can help you with that because those not listening don't know me. I'm a recovered alcoholic. And at that point, I, I got sober on my own and I've never been to AA. I never talked about it, never got into it with anyone. All right. How did you do that? We got to we got to I'm sorry, but we got to <laughs> back it up. <laughs> we got to because. Oh. And because that's the, what I did with pills is when I was in jail, it was like, that's, I, mean, I was I was in jail long, only three months, but still, like, you know, that's the point. I was like, hmm, maybe this ain't working out. We got to fucking, it's finally time. Because I always knew I wasn't who I was being when I was a raging drug addict. Right. I just knew. I just had those. That's why I think drug addicts become alcoholics, whatever. Th- like, become it because you know that's not what you're truly doing, you know? And then the depression comes worse and worse, but 
those things can be very comfortable. And then they're also bringing certainty because humans crave certainty. Mm-hmm. So we're certain we're getting fucked up today. We're certain you're getting our drug. It's only one. Like I would say, like I had one thought when I was a drug addict. Am mm-hmm. I getting the drug today? Now that I'm not, I think about shit constantly. You know what I mean? It's, like, <laughs> it's a simple fucking life. We get it. Yes. Done. All right. Fucked up. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? But like, obviously, you're joking. It's not a simple life. It's <laughs> but like, so I, I would ask, how the fuck did you do that? Where you just were like, yo, enough's enough. No AA. None of that. And look what you're doing. And how long has it been? I'm stubborn. <laughs> I'm stubborn. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's why. Um, no, so it happened because I had an incident, let's call it. Um, so the last time I drank, it was almost six years ago now. Um, I was in a relationship with someone. We went to his grandmother's house for like a pool day barbecue situation. And it's how you know you're an alcoholic is when they ask you what you want to drink and you're like strategizing like what have i not blacked out on before because this is going to be a day event it's the evening I gotta make it last i think sangria i think sangria is safe but i used to do coke though so like coke would just keep me straight yeah well there's yeah they were so it, oh my god that was the most i don't know with that, that relationship he was like the most straight laced we were polar opposites it's crazy um, but anyway, I blacked out off of two glasses of sangria. I ended up getting on, like going on autopilot. And this is something that happens or happened normally, um, where no one else knows that I'm drunk or blackout at least. And so the continued drinking, uh, at some point, I guess we went and did shots of fireball in the kitchen. I love liquor. I love whiskey. And so at some point, like we all went back out into the pool, hanging out and I dried off, went inside, uh, said I was going to the bathroom, apparently was gone for a while. And boyfriend came looking for me and found me in the kitchen, like chugging the handle. I was like, okay, yeah, we're cutting that off. (laughs) And then um, still on autopilot, they must not have known that I was, you know, out of it yet. At some point I start making an ass out of myself. I'm cussing left and right, like a sailor. Um, just make an ass out of myself. And the boyfriend was like, okay, time to go. We get in the car and something must've triggered me. I don't know if he yelled at me. I don't know, like if he raised his voice, if he put his hands on me, something happened uh, where I started getting like manic, like crying, like and freaking out. Like, and I, I barely remember him asking me like, what's wrong? What are you talking about? Um, and then next thing I know, I wake up the next day, I'm in bed by myself which is never a good sign. (laughs) The next day you're like, oh shit, like I'm in trouble. (laughs) And I I get up and like the room starts spinning and I'm like, oh fuck. Cause the only thing I remember drinking was sangria. And then I did a breath check, reeks of whiskey, like fuck. The entire room looked like, like there had been a home invasion. Like the DEA came in, the door was ripped off the fucking hinges. There's holes in the wall, glass shattered from the TV, just shit everywhere. And I was truly scared thinking like, he's not in bed. Cause like there was a fight and there's going to be a body in the other room. Like it would, it looked that bad. Yeah. And when I got out of the room and went into the living room, he was fine. He was just sitting on the couch, like on his phone. But the way he like looked at me, like he heard me and like just eyes wide with like anticipation, my heart just sank because like in that moment it clicked, like I did this, like, he's not yeah. sure which version of me he's about to get right now. Yeah. And like I've given that look so many times, I understand. And I just cried, I said, I'm sorry, all of this. And he's like, you really don't remember what happened. 
I was like, I have no fucking clue. And he had recorded part of the episode um, when I got home, when we got home and I was, he played it back for me. I was standing over the kitchen sink crying and I just kept repeating the same thing over and over again saying like, he's gonna find us, we have to leave, we have to leave. And all of a sudden, just like panic attack, like heart starts pounding, I start shaking, I'm crying, like like I'm reliving this memory all over again. And and I'm looking around, like I, logically, I know I'm safe and I'm fine, but I'm freaking out. And this is something that had happened like eight years prior. I didn't think anything of it, didn't think it affected me day to day, thought I was over this, beyond it, I never talked to anybody about anything. And like, here it is, like, fuck it's yeah. still in me like yeah part of what you. the fuck it is yeah. and that's it scared the shit out of me and my thought was oh my god i could have i could have killed him because i can fill in the blanks that like that was self-defense and yeah. me blacked out and like angry in self-defense and like rage mode that could have ended much much differently and so like and that was the first time and only time like I also didn't promise like I'll never drink again because it was almost like if I say I'll never drink there again, I absolutely fucking will. Like, yes, I, we're going to have the same conversation in 90 days. I believe in that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be every time I want to stop doing blow last dude, I swear, guys, mm-hmm. guys. After we pick up this next bag, after we pick this next <laughs> one up, we're done. I'm done. Yeah. Bro. After done. this, though, tonight. Even, this yeah, is after this one, though. After this one. And then even the next day, you wake up like, I'm Why so dumb with this shit. So <laughs> Why do I do this shit. to myself? Phone rings. Oh, it's wait, it's Saturday. It's not even Sunday. <laughs> Fuck. There's more. I gotta right. do it. I guess I'm stopping tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. I firmly believe in that. So, so then you just made the decision? Yeah, so in, in AA, they call that just a dry alcoholic. So you're not really sober, um, which I have qualms with, of course. Um, but it was more like any, like I craved it. I still wanted it, but I was never like the alcoholic. Like I needed to wake up and drink a fifth of vodka in order to function. That wasn't it. It was just once it's in my system, there's no stopping. It, and something in my brain and that's something i think most normal drinkers don't understand is like there's no warning bells that go off in my brain that say hey slow down you've got a buzz like maybe drink water eat food or go home like it just does it on its own and i have no control there's it's russian roulette every single time and so it's the only way to make sure that that never happens again is if i never drink again and that's that's the hard truth. Like it sucks. Like I fucking love whiskey. Whiskey's amazing, <laughs> yeah. but I can't do it. Um, it is, but then is it? Because like that's also just maybe an idea you have around it. Yeah, like, this is what someone pointed out to me. Actually, I enjoyed I, it. I think it was Mahan. You know Mahan, right? Yeah, I, I mean not he, personally, but I yeah, yeah. I think he pointed out to me like, is it the thing you love doing or the image? Because I was explaining to him how like. Bro, with coke. the effects. Well, yeah. Well, like, well, <laughs> for release. like doing fucking coke, like on a night when my apartment, the Upper East Side, overlooking Manhattan, to be fucking sky high on blow railing lines, to, in Dark my world is off. like, yeah. But yeah. I fucking hate it. Like, cause I've every time I've done it, I'm like, why am I here again? I can't stand doing this. It's terrible. The next day, next three days, a shot. He's like, yeah, dude. Cause the image, you just. He's like, I want to go do it right now. The way you just explained it, like. <laughs> And I'm like, we glorify wow. it, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, same thing with whiskey though, because like yeah. I can say right now, the same way you are, I fucking love whiskey. 
But at the same time, it's a dance. It's it's if I'm gonna go drink whiskey, like you say, straight up, it's I relate so much. It's like, yo, are we gonna do coke and be up all night for three days? Like, I don't know. Is this gonna be one shot or is it gonna be the bottle and a whole nother like straight the fuck up? It will I'd be. have yeah, I'd have to seriously be in a very <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd have to be in like a very different circumstance where it's almost and I when I mean almost impossible. I don't know how I've been in scenarios where you're like, you know, there's no way we're getting coke. Like you think so. Right. And <laughs> like so you're in New York. <laughs> yeah. It were anywhere. Like that's always a talent I had, no matter where we were, Lou was able to find, cause I am Ooh, very, deter- I'm a determined individual. If I wanted I'm like, get it. <laughs> you know, I, but- I tell a lot of parents is like, dude, if you could just switch your focus <laughs> on something Ooh. more productive yeah. versus a drug, like think of all, and that's something like I do I think- use sometimes so like if I think I can't do something I'm like wait a minute wait a minute remember that time when and I thought that I couldn't do it back then and I couldn't pay my bills no I'm a resourceful motherfucker when it comes down to it when I really fucking want something I will make it fucking happen I have that argument for all drug addicts and alcoholics yeah because if because I've been around enough of them myself to be like dude if you guys can make it happen in this state of mind yeah, to get that, that is- fucking drug or get that alcohol. I've seen when I was in jail, I've seen kids fake heart attack or whatever, the fake seizures just because they knew that the way the jail system works, they'll eventually get to go to Nassau Hospital and get um whatever drug they were trying to get. It was like a synthetic form of the main drug of heroin that they love doing. Like oh. the thought for I've seen guys turn into fucking MacGyver and get and and start a fire to light a joint in jail that like you just. <laughs> like how are you not an electrical engineer you know what i mean like, what do you, do? you know it's it literally focused yeah it's the yeah it's the power of the self to like just again the way yeah. you said about these listen i'm not gonna hate on aa and all this shit i'm not gonna do it but there's a big butt right there yeah i think i think you're still control i think you're still a, just as much of a drug addict if you're constantly fixated on not doing the drug again or when yeah. the last time you did the drug was yeah like right now i'll tell you right now like uh me my big addiction was coke and pills more pills than coke because like if short amount of time i was doing coke like during the week otherwise it was just all weekend type of thing but yeah, there was a point in my life where it was a weekday thing too pills were my life for like six seven years so like but anyway when i got my teeth something happened with my teeth only like a month ago and they gave me vicodin uh-oh. And I blew all the Vicodin. And that was it. I blew the Vicodin. I had yeah. loved it. Had a great time. And that was <laughs> it. And that was it. That was too You were able ago. to stop? Yeah. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't nice. Good for you. If you if you constantly you're just still stuck in that story, that idea of who we think we are. Right. Where you're you're gonna sit there, but you know why I was also heavy addicted to pills? Because I was never facing the traumas of childhood. Yeah. I wasn't facing my uncle's death. I wasn't facing the horrible, some horrible things that could have happened. I wasn't facing any of these things. And they manifest through drug addiction, through alcoholism, through self-abuse of whatever form that self-abuse is, you know? And I think that could be like that night in the, uh, I'm sure you've worked with a therapist through that stuff since like, 
whatever happened that night when you were blackout drunk and that that trauma came through. You know what I mean? Because like you said, you never talked to anyone about it. Yeah, doesn't mean we're over it. We're not over it. We're distracted from it. We're suppressing yeah. it so good that we think it doesn't exist until one night you're fucking watching Ray Donovan. Boom. You realize you were fucked with as a kid. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what shit happened to me. Like, I I was just like, I would sit there like, why am I so angry at the world? My parents give me everything I could ever ask for. Why do I hate the fucking world? Why do I want to kill people? Why, 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 why? And then boom, trauma hits you and memories. You know, you never remember your childhood. Then finally you do again. And like, whoa, all these things, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. But if you can get through all that shit, then some drug is going to control me. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's just what we forget. The part that drugs anonymous, alcohols on, there's a reason the recidivity rate, you can never say that word, is <laughs> so high. Like Malibu Sands Resort. All right, yeah. You're going to take some dude who's shooting dope in Hicksville, Long Island, and put him in fucking Malibu Sands Resort. No shit, he's going to stop doing dope. His world is amazing right now. Yeah. Then you're going to put him back in a Hicksville, Long Island, where it's the same house, same friends, same everything. You didn't change shit. You didn't change him. Yeah. You changed the environment. Oh, guess yeah. why? Because you want him to come back next year for another 100000 for three months. And you wonder why you're millionaires over there. You're not changing a fucking thing. You know, what I mean, we don't preach the power of self and it's always a higher power, but the higher power they preach on is not God, guru and self are all the same thing. They're not preaching that. It's just without God, without God, you are God. That's the way I would look at it is we are just the manifestation of it. We have the power of it. Like, yeah, I enjoy getting high on fucking pills, but it doesn't enjoy doing me so much. And we're not controlling that. We're not playing that game. I have reasons not to be high on pills all day. But I tell you what, I get my tooth pulled. They're going to prescribe some to me. I'm going to do a couple. I'm going to have fun with it. That's <laughs> what I do. With it. I dance with shit. You know what I mean? But that's what keeps me where I'm doing things. Like for you to be able to just, yo, I'm done with this. I think that's that's obviously rare. That's wild because it's like, well, come to the so eventually I did go back. I did go to AA, but it was more to out of like curiosity and to hmm. almost like appease someone else. Like, let me see. Let me like almost like a kid like trying to get a kid to eat broccoli they're like yeah i don't like it well how do you know if you never tried it <laughs> yeah. it was just like that it was like yeah. okay i've seen all this shit on tv about aa it looks like a big circle jerk with a bunch of you know people's these horrible stories it doesn't mm -hmm. look productive whatever and i went <clears throat> and that was in 2020 when the whole shutdown stuff happened and i agree with you like there are pros and cons big time yeah. to AA. there are things i like about it and there are things i absolutely hate about it um so I, I don't think it's for everyone. I think you get what you need out of it and you need to be honest with yourself. Um, and definitely most people in there need therapy, period. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes it's the blind leading the blind. But um, it was cool to see just an amazing like amount of people who have all been through almost like not the exact same, but very similar situations and from like all ages and backgrounds and ethnicities and socioeconomic classes and um and like the people who've had longer term sobriety like how happy and what they're doing with their life now like that was motivating for me to know that i'm not alone and especially people my own age because i'm thinking like recovered alcoholic like kids my age are still fucking they're drinking right now like that's what they do like i can't have a social what's your age um right now i'm 32 i'll be 33 this year how but, like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but it's like to even like if I want to go on a date, like if I I don't date, but if I did, like the first thing people say, you want to go get a drink or yeah, like, it's... no, I yeah. don't. So I what know. Are we gonna do? 
You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. But it's uh, the, uh, that's that's. We actually the, have to get to know each other. Weird. That's. I was just gonna say. I feel like uh, the. Do you want to get to? Uh, do you want to get a drink? Is. Um. You either want to date me or you want to fuck. Yeah. Like, and how do I say just this? Be honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was trying to say this in like, but not just you want to. It's the. Uh, you not you don't think much in life if that's how you want to get to about to know somebody. Cause what do you, cause that's the, the, so that's your, your like base to start. You know what I mean? It's your base yeah. level of introduction of, would you like to get a drink? Like there's a billion other things we could do. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying though? Like why yeah, not that's... throw that one out there? So you're just telling me you think like everyone else does, you know what I mean? Like that's just the, or you just want to fuck because now you're going to think that she might be thinking like everyone else does. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, th that's the two things I'm, I'm seeing with it. And yeah, that's the problem sometimes about when you want to go change and shit in life, because the culture you came from was, hey, what do you want to do this weekend? Even if it's not much, just hang out. That not much hang out involves six, seven beers and some coke. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. at least the world I was living in. So it's like, oh, man. And, and for everyone else, like, I can't do six or seven and a couple of 50 and a couple of bumps. I will do the bottle of whiskey and more and like a, an ounce of coke like not in a night a couple nights but like you know what i mean like like that's what i'll do like you guys might not i will so i just have to fucking fully escape this world you know what i mean and that's what i did too is like completely cutting off those people places things like i still today like i can go downtown fort myers like i used to work down there i used to part like i still have a kind of a reputation a lot of the bartenders and stuff there they know me um, not that like I had a bad reputation, but like, mm -hmm. they know I'm party girl, like yeah. eventually, you know, shit's going to go down, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll be dancing on the bar at some point, <laughs> but that's the, that's the beautiful part of it though. Cause you could be that party. Cause I think a lot of times too, we do the drugs cause it, it lets us be a little looser, you know, like yeah. you get the liquid courage. Coke makes you feel exactly. like you run the world. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. but when you can start being more you without those things, that's the best. That's amazing. You know what I mean? And then to, for me, again, with going back to AA ideas, it's like, well, you can enjoy life more if you could dance. Yeah. Hey, guess what I'm going to do tonight? Blow a couple pills and I'm not tomorrow. Like dance with yeah. it. And the more you fixate on it, though, that's the problem. Because then if you try to like, all right, yeah, well, you know what? I want to do drugs like this. I want to do this today. That's now you, you let yeah. it play you again. Some people take it too far. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's that. It's and that, that was the thing too with like, so not knowing shit about AA, like I'm there and all of a sudden, like they started to have like this like, home group meeting and like, okay, we need to establish like a chairperson, a secretary, a treasurer, all the things. And so they go through and do all that. And then I was like, do we ever do like events? Like, do we hang out outside of these fucking rooms? Like, mm -hmm. what do we do? And they're like, Huh, I never thought of that. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I guess I'm event chair. So I'm putting on events. Yeah. And so I did that for a while. And it was, that was really cool. I mean, it was definitely stressful since like hurting fucking cats. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but at the moment, and like seeing like these people coming up to me one on one and being like, dude, this is the first time I've ever been to the beach sober. And I actually had fun. And I remember it. Like, thank you. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Or like kayaking or any of these things. Yeah. Like you're so used to it being a certain way or living a certain way. And like actually being able to realize you can have fun and be happy without a substance. Mm. That's incredible. Like, yeah. 
that's when the shift really starts to change and when they stop focusing so much on the i don't know my sobriety date and i got to reach out to 10 people today and all these things like yeah. just stop because <laughs> yeah because yeah, it's all you yourself because i also believe that's exactly be yourself because i also believe that all that other stuff that's not being with yourself is um causing the opposite reaction to occur which is the draw towards the shit you're trying so hard to stay away from yeah you know and a lot like, of people i talk to they're like i can't go to AA or na because everyone's glorifying and talking about it, it makes me yeah. want it i want I, it like well we'll leave and go to a bar yeah i mean my <laughs> my the times i've been in rooms like such circles of uh drug addicts and such other than when we were doing them together or selling them, to them <laughs> yeah. was like when i was court ordered to go to these things right because like, yeah. before i went to jail i was time. yeah before i went to jail i did the uh I'm a white kid from fucking suburbs and I got off with everything basically. And fucking, so I'd be in a room with a couple other people who were, you know, sober and all that. And I'm high as fuck on pills and no one knows not the fucking instructor. Cause they're not truly there. That this is my personal experience. They're not truly there. I had these fucking people fooled cause no one actually gave a fuck. They were just, and today we're going to put on this, um, uh, CBS special, how to stay so like, you know, the very boring what? talk. Yeah. The tip of like the, and today, how was oh, your God, day? No. Oh yes. So tell us what was it like to go through your day today? Oh, really? Oh, or you have the really overzealous, enthusiastic, like everyone's so happy to be here. Like uh -huh. no one was actually really there. They were playing roles. Right. So then everyone else was playing a role. Yep. I look at this that look at it this way now. But when I was there, I was just playing the role of of I'm not really a drug addict. I just I got in a bad circumstance. I got pulled over and had drugs on me because I was yeah. stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like just one time. It'll never happen again. Yeah. And I just think a lot of the game is designed around that trying to be someone we're not still so everyone else is still acting because they see you're acting and they're mim mimicking what you're doing and they're not getting to the true self which is could actually get them out of the strife of this dualistic battle of drug addiction and shit you know what i mean like it's it's just another game like anything else like the way we argue in fitness about whatever it's the same concept i would probably have a big argument with some proponents of because again if it works for you like if if going to AA and, and NA works for you, and when I mean works for you, I firmly believe in the point that you're not controlled by it. Then I think right. it works for you. Like my mom, we quit smoking cigarettes, can tell me the exact day it was. I think she's still controlled because yeah. she still thinks about it. You know, yeah. I don't consider myself controlled at least by pills anymore because I've danced with those. Blow, I I'm, I don't I just blow like if it's like I don't do it. You know what I mean? But I don't do it when I when I'm not drinking. If I start drinking, I don't know. So I stay like you, I stay away from it. I have a little wine, got a bottle of tequila in the fridge. If I want to, if someone else is around and the presence brings that moment, we're having a little dance, who knows what happened that night, you know? <laughs> but if I'm searching for it, like if I'm just pulling it out by myself in my apartment, I know it's like, little, where are we going, bro? Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Why are you drinking by yourself right now? You know where this is going to lead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's red wine with a dinner that happens to have some red sauce with it, it works that way for me. You know what I mean? If it's red wine with a cheeseburger, I'm like, I'm going to go do the bottle, right? You're going to do the bottle right now and you're going to get fucked up. Stop lying to yourself. But I think yeah. I can do that because I actively constantly try to look at myself. You know what I mean? And not like a look at me ego. I mean, like what goes on here? What's going on in here always, you know? Yeah. And 
I think that's a very well, powerful people don't thing. want to deal with that though. Yeah, because that's you have why to we do the drugs and alcohol look, and all yeah. the other things. We are escaping that. We don't want to look at that. It's easier to go tell someone else the things going on inside and hearing their response than figuring it out within myself. Because right. what I have to do then is dance with the evil parts, the yeah. thoughts of violence, of angst, of of horror and shit that we have within us, the shadows they will call it, you know. And it's tough for a lot of people to do that. So what they'll do is seek externally, you know. And again, if it gets you there, I'm all about it. If it's a crutch and like, cause you, how horrible would it be? Imagine you become sober in the terms of what they deem sober. Cause I say that in the sense that I want to talk to and uh, someone in AA that says you can't, you can only do this sober. I'm, I'd, I want to make sure they don't drink coffee or even tea with caffeine in it. I, you know, like, let's talk. You want to get sober, let's talk sober. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Otherwise stop. Cause we're, we're just doing the drugs that society deems okay to do and, and manage with, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, um, fuck down. Losing my train of thought. This is what happens all the time. I go on a long train of thought. <laughs> Shit. Oh man. I would have said it's AA <laughs> and the fucking keeping them sober. And now they're not sober. It's like, uh, you, Oh, 20 years. You're sober. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking about being sober for 20 years, 21st year you drink. Like, you're supposed to hate yourself. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way, like, God, what if? What if we just let it go? And instead, and but we also, when I say let go, you have to let go of thinking the idea that when I drink, I'm going to be this, you know, and then control. I can't that's do that. The da- no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I can't either yet fully, but that's the dance. You got to get, the way I look at it is getting closer there and closer is, and closer. There is a mental component to it. Like, there definitely is the mental obsession of it, but there is a physical allergy with alcohol. Like that is a legit thing. Yeah, that, no. no, that no. Exists. So like, it doesn't matter. I could say right now, like I would be fine with just a glass of wine, but I know me, I'm going to want more and more and more and I'm going to obsess and it's going to just escalate. Like, do you think I'm it's ever, able. do you think it's ever possible to relinquish that within you or is it just part of you? Uh, no, it's genetic. Like I'm the only sober person in my family. Like they're all, mm. that's, that's the norm. Like, I'm the black sheep. That's yeah. no, that is yeah. the way it is. But it's because I've tried so many times, so many different ways. Let me just do beer. Let me just try one drink. Let me just, just, just all these different. Like I, I even started to keep like a journal on the like at one point, like testing hypothesis. Like let me yeah, see. Yeah, I made yeah. sure I ate here. Like I wanted to make it work so fucking bad. Like I grew up in bars. Like it became part of my identity. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying. Like you glorify yeah. it. So I need this. Like, this is who I am. Like, what do you mean? I have to make this work. And I tried so many different ways. And like I said, a fucking sangria in the pool. Yeah. I can't do that. Fuck this. Like, yeah. I can't. Like, I have to give up control. Like, I, I can't. I just can't. So then it's almost like you had to shift who you thought you were. Entirely. It, who I was completely. Yeah, yeah, it completely changed. I mean, now, even do you though, think you are more who you'd want to be? Like, do you absolutely. like exactly? So it's like. You start to figure out who you were before you needed the substance and like who you were when you were happy, like when things were innocent somewhat, you know, like you're truly passionate about, like you start connecting with that. And again, like that requires you sitting alone with your fucking thoughts, God forbid. And like, you need to do it though. Like it's, it's, you need to face it eventually. Yeah. And if you don't, you're just going to stay stuck and miserable and just keep repeating the same sick cycle. And hopefully you don't die before then. 
because <laughs> that's the only other result. That's it. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the exact ticket of sitting with yourself and the thoughts, because otherwise everything else can really just be a distraction. But that's the, that's the exact thing I was, I was getting at. You said it like you be the person you were before all these other things. I stem that all the way back in the child, like you said, innocence, like be the two year old, be the one year old, be the six month old before we even have an idea of I'm dead. Wait, just, like you even have a nose? Like, you know, when in the infancy, before we even have, the, we know we have parts. Mad, yeah, you're just there. Your awareness, you know, things are going on. You don't have an idea about anything yet. Nothing's good, bad, ugly, nothing. It's just yeah. all inspiring. Patient curiosity about the yeah. world. And you're I think exploring. That's, yeah. Exactly. And I think that's the most beautiful way to go about life is yeah. trying to get back to that angelic thing. You know, I mean, that innocence that like before you even know you're different than anything else, you don't even know you have a nose yet. You're just part of it all. Yeah. And you can experience fully through it. You know, yeah. that's the that's the cool parts right there. And that's the realizing to be like that's where i stem it back entirely but where you went with like you said like to bring it back a little bit closer is like uh to be who you were before the substances which is exactly it like i didn't i didn't know who i was without the fucking with really drinking and, and coke pills were just they came in fucking just engulfed everything but then even when they were done drinking and coke was still there you know and there's still everything's there that's the way i look at life though like i mean shit i i snorted meth like only months ago at this point like just because it was there and i experienced it like that's the way i look at life now that's because of the work i do with myself but like getting rid of the idea like oh even the idea of oh, gotta drink and do coke you know gotta drink and do coke gotta drink and do coke like what if you could just drink and i've had nights like that then it gets to the point of like why do you even want to drink now yeah. it gets to those points like wait why do i even no nah, i don't then, you know, I smoke weed instead if I want to. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I do. Like, even why would you want to go get fucking banged up on pills? Just eat a bunch of edibles. Like, you'll literally just get, all, like, you'll be fucked up, chilling, but you're there. You're not controlled by the drug. You still, you, and I can handle edibles. So, like, you navigate life and you're feeling happy as shit. It actually relaxes the fuck out of me. Like, after a nice night of edibles, I wake up the next day and I'm like, yo, what can piss me off? Like, I'm chilling. <laughs> so chill. I actually ate a whole fucking punch bar. I ate a lot of edibles this weekend, but I'm just <laughs> chilling today. Like, it's great. It's awesome, you know. And it's it's the rewiring of your mind. It's the yeah. changing the fucking ideas you thought you were. Yeah. To become. My thing is like, as long as you're not harming yourself or others and whatever the fuck that's you're it. doing, that's I don't it. care. That's I don't. Literally, care. That's, that's it. it. You're not raping, murdering, stealing. Exactly. Literally, that's <laughs> that that one idea, and that's all. Oh man, if I'm not gonna say if only everyone would think that way because it's never gonna happen. Yeah. Peace, all that, all that peace, though for the world, this shit just won't happen. It's not gonna. The only way that would happen is everyone would have to have peace within themselves at the same time on Earth. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. We just gotta get comfortable with that idea and understand there's gonna be nonsense, great shit, good shit, bad shit, whatever shit is all shit, but it's our shit. You know what I mean? Within yourself, and that's the power. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I love it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter as long as you're having a good time. Like yeah. you only get right now. If you're yeah. not happy with what you're doing right now, yeah, and you're not doing something about it, like work on that first. <laughs> that, exactly, you said like something you're doing. If like because something I'll catch myself getting really aggravated about is the rest of the world. Then I'd be like, oh, whoa, 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 you can't control them. You yeah. don't want to control them. What you can control is get off of maybe if it's social media that's getting to you, 
get off this and go back to learning. Because you know what doesn't piss me off? Strength. You know what I mean? What doesn't piss me off is just learning the equations as to like this type of strength, that type of strength. You know, what doesn't piss me off is to having great conversations. You know what I mean? So it's like, why am I going to things like that? Yeah. If that's the if that's the thoughts they're gonna like produce now until but at the same time I say that I work to get to points where I don't it's just all just nothing you know what I mean it's like you see something that you just don't jive with and that's all it is yeah it's a story on Instagram not oh god this fucking person blah 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 and then yeah. the fucking path we go down in our minds you know it's just on the story uh, uh, it has the same reaction than like the cute puppy gives me. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you know, that's the mission for me is like when the thing that usually annoys the shit out of me gives me the same reaction as the cute puppy. We made it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You made it then. Yeah. It just rolls off my back. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I'm pretty I'm pretty close to that. I don't yeah, there yeah. are very few things that really piss me off. Like I said, unless somebody is harming another person or like causing harm to someone else, like it's like this injustice type stuff, that'll fire me up. Like that'll piss yeah. me off. Like someone yeah. needs to fucking step up and do something. But otherwise, like I said, like we can have peace if people can agree to disagree and like just walk and, away. Yeah, like, and jive. Yeah. Just and also understand. And try to see other perspectives and like learn from each other. And like that's really all this is. Like we're sharing stories and experiences. I think humans only have two basic wants or needs is like to feel loved and to feel understood and if you can help meet people halfway like to do any of that then cool yeah i agree yeah that's really it that's the ticket that's what it boils down to everyone that i sit across it doesn't matter who they are where they're from what they've experienced is the number one thing if they're like frustrated they keep hitting a wall it's because they don't feel heard or understood or yeah they feel neglected or um I don't know, take it for granted or whatever the case, like they're, they're just not happy. They're discontent with that. And if you're not taking action and doing something about that, then yeah, you're going to continue to stay stuck. And that's, that's the hard conversation to have with someone like bring them to that awareness. And like, you know, you're not actually a victim of your circumstance. Like you actually made a lot of decisions that got you in this situation. So how about we reverse engineer the problem and like do something about that? Like, and it's, it's hard, like we said earlier, like to get to that, like, um, uh, point where they actually start to make a change. They're thinking big picture and overhauling their whole life. And they're just seeing this end goal and this is the result. But like, that seems so overwhelming and out of reach. That's not possible. It's never happened for me, for my family. Like, they they don't even they can't even visualize it to contextualize it in their mind to strive for it so you have to like start small like what can we do today right here mm. right now to make a change maybe you need to have that fucking hard conversation with that person to remove them from your life if they don't change then you got to go and yeah you might have to take a step back go live with your mom for a month or whatever the fuck you need to save money like if you really really want it you won't let anything get in your way like that's it it's that simple. <laughs> that's, that's exactly. But it's not easy. <laughs> exactly. Like to swallow your fucking ego and your pride. <laughs> take a step back so you can move forward. And you have to do it. Like yeah. you have to. The way you just explained that, like the victim part too, is something is crucial. It's that mindset because it all starts of the mind, right? And like until you can envision yourself not doing what you're doing and even have obtained the possibility of a different outcome than what you're used to being around excuse me, being around, it's not going to happen. So you like to, to even have people understand that, like 
things have happened in life. You're going to sit there and be a victim of it the rest of your life and what nothing's going to change or you take action of it. You become a um, active participant in your life and you start creating, you don't just sit there and go, look what's happened to me. You can make it the superpower and go, look what's happened for me. And now, now it's what fuels you. It's what drives you instead of what's holding you back because you're what's holding you back, not the circumstances. Yeah. And I was in that. And I think the, the domino that fell that started all that off for me was when, Um, like my brother passed away and I was 19, like watching him pass away was like, oh shit, this is real. And I've been pissing my life away pretty much since I was able, like, I need to make a change. I need to do something about this. This is not okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I did exactly what I just said. Like I needed to remove people from my life. I said, Hey, this is where I'm at. These are the changes I'm making. You're either on board or you're not. Um, and you also need to step up and make some changes, like, cause you know, this is a team effort. If we're in a relationship, like, and if we're not on the same page, then it's time to go. And that's exactly what happened. I moved in with a friend, got a new job, didn't really sober up quite yet, but you know, I was at least making slow changes and progress, like changing my situation, staying away from downtown and all the bars and all that still drinking and smoking or whatever at home, like and having little like house parties, but I wasn't going over the top mm-hmm. the way that I was like, it's, it's baby steps. It's over time. It's like anything, anything yeah. new you get into, you know, it's like fit, like, you know, strength training. How are you going to get, how are you going to get a new PR? The steps, the steps, the steps, yeah. the steps, check the weaknesses, strengthen them up. How are you going to become a new you? And that's where I think we mix up is we think that this thing we're born into. And let's say at like 18, we think this is who we are. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like, no, you can create. Start. You were coasting. Start creating now. Start yeah. creating it. Pick what you want to do every day. Pick the books you're going to read. Pick the even if you're not going to read. Pick the shows you're going to watch. Even like maybe throw some education in there. Pick what you're going to do with your time. And is it something you truly want to do? Or is it the easiest choice? Because we all know the easiest choice. Sit the fuck down and watch TV. That's it. You don't have to think. You're just yeah. watching. But right. is that getting you That's to their way of escaping? Right. Is that That's getting you to where you want to be in life? Exactly. So it's right. and it's and like you said earlier, start slow. Maybe start with one glass of water. If you if you're that bad in the hole that you drink soda, you want if you're just that like the glutton, blah, 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 blah. yeah. Start with water. Do a glass of water a day, dude. Maybe five minute information that's not uh just, you know, uh, uh, distracting TV, you know what I mean? Something, but it's starting slow. And some, I, that's something I realized over my ways of my change too, is it's always been very, just when I'm like, damn, dude, you're never going to figure this out. You're like, wait, but you're saying that about like, I don't know, trying to get more productive in business. You were saying that about getting out for doing pills two years ago. Like, you know, look at the progress. Yeah. You're just trying to get better in every aspect of life now. Wait, don't get mad at yourself. Because the conversations in your head last year were like, how do we stop doing so much coke? Now it's like, hmm, how do I get more into doing business? Like, wait, don't. Yeah. Oh, we are progressing with our thoughts. Excellent. Yeah. This is good. You know, it's and that's the part of being awareness of yourself to it's the small like congratulations. Like, because we all need those too. like, hey, you're doing good, bud. Like that's that self like what I post lately about self care is like I sing fucking love to- songs to myself and it's amazing. I love that. I saw that the other day. I was like, yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. Like I got a date with the shower after this after this one, and you know what I mean, I got songs I'm gonna be singing. Like, 
it just see more people need to find just and that was actually the conversation that's kind of going around in church right now it's like finding happiness in like day to day like it's not yes the thing that yes. you're chasing down the road like you get today right now like yes. it's fucking sunny it's beautiful outside go for a walk appreciate it like say hi to the fucking mailman have a conversation like embrace this because this is it like yes yeah it's this exactly. love it when you can start being happy and love them the day today, it doesn't have to be the when I get five more clients, when I, when I, when I, when I want to, if it's I'm happy right now, five more clients would be great. Like that's the point, like the ah so of things, like this old Buddhist story, Buddhist story or Tibetan story about, I'm not going to get into it, but it's ah so, it's all it is. It's just taking everything as it is. I'll yeah. get into the story. Why not? We're here. So the fucking, in this village, this girl has a child at a wedlock and she's embarrassed because at the time in the village, they were very like, you can't do that. So they bring it up to the fucking Buddha, this the Buddhist, the monk up at the top of the village. And like, yo, you have to take this kid. And he goes, ah, so 18 years later, things are different. The mom feels really bad. She wants to go get the kid, say it was yours and all this stuff because it's more progressed in the village. It's OK to be this way now to have a kid at a wedlock. And they go get the kid from the thing. And he's like, hey, yo, it's not your baby. We're going to take it back. He's like, ah, so gives it back raise the kid perfectly beautiful gives it back that's the thing of it just 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 ah so it like oh, so this is next like yo you get a phone call you lost your job uh so like if you can get to that point in life and doesn't mean just sit there and be a bum the rest of your life take yeah. it on the chin and go with, you go with it yeah because what our mind it's only our mind that'll do this is we'll go like ah oh, what am i gonna do now oh my god oh my god because none of that is gonna pay the bill in a week is gonna do any of it sitting yeah. down and planning the fuck out and ah sewing it that's gonna get to it you know so it's it's getting to those points in life to just ah sew it and it's such a literally it's like you start dancing through life like things come they go like like last month i was freaking out because something got messed up with my comp and i wasn't paying rent on time and now everything's beautiful and it's like if i stressed it like i didn't stress i don't stress about things like that anymore it's great but like if I was stressed and I could have made that week be hell, but it's like, oh, you got your rent late for a week. Get over it. You'll be all right. Like, yeah, it's fine. Like everyone's cool. You know, yeah. the more you could ah, so through life, it's a powerful thing. You know, it's letting go. It's being able to let go without attachment. It's, it's releasing. It's easier said than done, especially like I'm such a control freak with most things. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it but like depends. anything, it's practice. It is practice. It's, it's becoming, oh, wow. if you ask me, it's becoming a better human. You know what I mean? In the sense of that has to take work. So how do we do it? We go learn. And to me, a better human who I go to are more godly figures that have been in history. You know, if I can be more like them, seems like my life gets better. That's just the way it works for me. So if I'm going to emulate anyone, it's going to try to be these godly beings, you know, and that's just what works for me. So, yeah, that's but like, again, like you said, it's easier said than done, of course, like, that's the way I look at this thing here, this Lou here self is it's a job, it's a work like go for any. That's why I have like thoughts experiments constantly with myself. Like, why would you think that? Why are you walking down the block and judging that person for being that? What's today going on that you hate people with masks on again? Like, what's what has gone on within you that's changed? Because nothing out here's changed. It's exactly how it is, always will be only within what I'm perceiving is going to change something. So what's going on within this that's going to have these thoughts today? you know and that's like anything it's learning how to get stronger in life physically you know mentally it's all it's all you gotta everything's complex you gotta learn it you know like anything it's what you want to go get good at in life you know yeah well the control thing it's like for me the hardest thing is asking for help or admitting that i need help or that i don't got this or you know 
it's it's the ego that gets in the way it's the ego gets in everyone's way and it's not the enemy like ryan harley says it's it's, <laughs> it's just it's because it really any single time we're thinking in thought that's that's usually separate because you need something to think about if i'm if i need something to think about i'm not unified with everything so you're always in the ego it's just getting out of your own fucking way yeah you know what i'm saying it's like all right i'm controlling let go and we say it's easier said than done but is it what's easier said than done everything right so <laughs> has it just but the difference though is like i can't tell you hey walk into a gym and squat 300 pounds right now yeah that's obviously easier said than done right if you said i will squat 300 pounds today right? <laughs> but when it retains to if i us, think it i'll believe it yeah, <laughs> but when it pertains to ourselves, is it easier said than done, or can I just do this? Yeah, most of the time you can just fucking do it. Yeah, and the, and the <laughs> forces in our mind that we're holding on to, the idea that I can't do this is what's going to keep fucking with us, you know. So that that's why I look at it. Like if I can be like, I'm going to go outside today, nothing's going to piss me off. Easier said than done. Is it though, or am I just not going to let anything piss me off? Why would I? Why do I have to walk outside and think that things going to piss me off already? How about we don't walk outside yet? We figured this thought out. Yeah, where did that thought even start from? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then when you, yeah. you oh, want you more and more, because then it's like, oh, wait, why didn't we squat 300 today? Well, one, we're not fucking ready. So let's not like jump <laughs> into the fire and think we're God all of a sudden. And I'm going yeah. to like make such a fucking proclamation that I'm never going to get mad again. Like chill the fuck out. You know? <laughs> and it's, it's bringing things back always to really? the point where you you don't have to say, I'm not going to walk outside and get mad today because you're past that. Why would you even? The thought's not there because yeah. you worked on those thoughts already, you know? Yeah. And that's just what I think about, like the work on the self. Oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the best. Because without, yeah. what else are we gonna complain about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. yeah. I mean, we can, we're making shit up at this point. It's like exactly content. I just, I don't get mad at the internet, and I'll see people trolling it. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, I work with that because I, I get mad at it, then I love it, and I'm like, then I st again. That's when I get even closer to God because I'm like, oh. This is something within you. That's why you're mad at it today. Let's go. Come on. Come on, son. No about side yet. We got to talk. Like that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wake up today and I day. Yeah, I wake up today. I go on the internet. Something's pissing me off. I'm like, whoa, whoa. let's go talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not them. They're doing yeah. that. Let's go talk about this. You know. So that's that's the way I do it. What is the one quote? Like when you argue with a fool, then there are two. That's what I yeah. always yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And any argument is a fool's game. Yeah, no one what wins. you're arguing about. Yeah. So you so regardless, you're in that argument, you're with the fool. Yeah. You know. And that's even with myself. You know, I I've catch myself arguing myself. And I'm like, what are we fighting about? <laughs> the fact that we're fighting, people could call schizophrenic. All right? so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> it's too much awareness. Too much awareness. Sometimes. It is. <laughs> it's called hyper awareness. I found out one time yeah. I was going to go to a therapist. We sat down together, spewed out a fucking hour and a half of some personal shit. Then she tells me, oh, I'm just your intake. You're going to go to someone else. I was like, yeah, this what? is over. Yeah, I was like, this is over. I just jived with your lady. Now, fucking, <laughs> you know, I'm hyper aware. All trust I, is gone now. Yeah, like, You're fucking dumb. You just lost it. I, I liked it. She looked like a hippie. She looked like she still did acid. It was perfect match. Now. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to Steve who I never met. You know what I mean? <laughs> what is this about? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Hyper awareness, though, is something I apparently was told to have. But now we work through that then. You know, it's another thing to work on. Yeah. Like it makes life interesting, man. 
Yeah, it does. We all have shit to work on. Yeah, we all do. But I think I have to get going, actually. So I all really right. appreciate your time. Yeah, of course. This was a great conversation. I'm looking very forward to it again. Yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of good nuggets people could pick out of this. I really liked where it went. <laughs> I hope so. It's like mostly <laughs> drugs. <laughs> but that's the, that's because if this was like, if when we ask you to be on the XSF podcast, that's yeah. when we'll talk more about coaching and fitness and that bullshit. Yeah. This is how we help up in my world. We can help each other because the rest is, is, is in my world. Honestly, fitness, all that shit is, is a privilege. If yeah. our biggest complaint right now is how we look and weight and all that, then we're, we're well off in life. We, life just have to, we, yeah. Yeah, we just have to know that. What I really love is when people are stuck in the bullshit of the drug addiction, the alcoholism, whatever it is. And we can, me and you can sit down and have been through it, talk about it, and maybe other people can get through their shit or they reach out and yeah. we help them in that way. That's the way I like sure. to do that shit, you know? Yeah, more awareness. And yeah, well, we said a lot and yet I feel like also nothing at all. <laughs> There's so much more <laughs> yeah. well, that I could have said, but yeah. Well, that's for another time. This is how all we right. get comfortable here first and then we'll do it again. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you for coming on again. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Thanks, Lou. Thank Have you. I'll see you. You too. Enjoy your shower. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.